Fourth Air Force Tactical Edge Podcast, Episode 1. Welcome to Tactical Edge, a brand new podcast from Fourth Air Force Headquarters. I'm Siobhan Cleveland with Fourth Air Force Public Affairs. Welcome to the show. Here today is the commander of Fourth Air Force, Major General Jeffrey Pennington. How are you today, sir? Wonderful, Siobhan. Thank you. Great. So before we get into the main discussion, if you would share a little background information on how you came up with the idea for Tactical Edge. Hey, Siobhan, like most good ideas, uh, this one wasn't mine. Uh, this came from our interactions with airmen out in the field. You know, we're in, we're in a world today where airmen crave information, all of us do, and they're used to getting it on a more frequent basis than once a month at a commander's call. So Command Chief here, Chief Via, and her action with Airmen and uh, Colonel Ritchie, the Vice Commander here at 4th, have both approached me about this idea a number of times, and we're actually now getting it off the ground. So as, as usual, the credit goes to the team for the idea. I think it's a great name, sir. And so for many airmen, they relate to stories or experiences that give insight to what's on your mind or the minds of senior leadership. Can you share a personal experience that airmen may be able to relate to? Hey, that's a great one. You know, as I, as I thought through that, I tried to want to capture something that uh, made sense with what we were trying to deliver. And since the communication is direct from leadership and guests directly to all airmen, uh, it seemed to me it kind of fit loosely with the idea of, of tactical computing or integrating into the, the joint all-domain military internet of things where airmen are interacting with a lot of different applications and doing it right at the tactical level. So the communication directly to airmen, uh, kind of on the edge of the battle space or the edge of engagement, uh, just kind of resonated with me and we came up with the term the tactical edge. Outstanding, sir. Well, I look forward to many more discussions, and I think this will be an excellent way to communicate directly with airmen. Is there anything else you'd like to add, sir, about Tactical Edge? Thank you, Siobhan. Yeah, so the idea behind this podcast is that we'll have various guests on, whether it's other senior leaders or, or industry or community. But in the future, too, we want to hear from airmen and what's on their mind. Uh, you know, we probably won't get to a live Q&A, but uh, as we get our response mechanism set up, we'll see what are the things on their mind and then who can tell us some of their stories of either overcoming, successes, wins. You know, we have the Citizen Airman magazine, which is typically full of wonderful stories. But there's a lot more out there. Every airman has a story. So we're just going to look to integrate that into what we do. And recently, when I was thinking about the topic for this first podcast, I had the opportunity to go back to uh, the school I graduated from, was commissioned in ROTC, Kansas State University, and helped officiate the commissioning of new cadets into the Air Force 33 years to the day later than when I went through the experience. And so as I was there, I, I, you know, I spent time on campus talking with uh, my mentors that brought me up uh, when I was going through school, met with recruiting, met with local military affairs leaders, uh, and, and the cadets and their families. And this is the part that really resonated with me. It was just, I would ask, ask every airman, think back to those moments of accomplishment in the military, whether it's when you graduated from BMT and you had family there or loved ones, maybe virtually, depending on the environment you were in. But you had that support network that you shared that moment in. If it's an officer, it might have been the, the academy or ROTC or officer training school, OTS or commissioned officer training. Typically, you had the loved ones around you saying, wow, congratulations, we're proud of you. And in that moment, when you raised your hand and you swore an oath to defend the Constitution, 
like Secretary Austin recently reminded us that we took, I want you to think about that feeling of accomplishment and pride and commitment, the integrity it took to make that oath, the, the distinction you made to serve your country in that moment. And I would just ask to think and reflect back on that as you're making decisions going forward. Think through that time. Think through how the nation is counting on you, your family's counting on you, how many times people say to you, thank you for your service. And with that comes responsibility. They expect excellence. They expect excellence in all areas of our life, all decision-making. And trust me, Siobhan and listeners, I am not perfect, and I make mistakes on a daily basis. But I think if we think back to those, those core things that the Air Force has instilled in us as, as values, if you will, integrity, service, and excellence, if we use those as guideposts for decision-making and how we go through life, I think we are our six set, up, uh, set up for success in a wonderful way. Excellent. And so with with that said, um, what's your vision um, or ideas for future stories for, for the podcast? As I alluded to, uh, you know, a few moments ago, the idea behind this is that we stay engaged on messaging directly to airmen at the airman level. And it can be any rank. Um, but what we want to do is unfiltered, you know, messaging directly to them so they can get insights as to what's on uh, my mind, Chief Via's mind. Uh, General Scobie and Chief White, what are they seeing from their perspective? You know, in the military, we kind of call that a, an out-and-up look. You know, what are senior leaders doing uh, to make a difference for us? How are they impacting us? What decisions are being made to shape our force as uh, we get ready for a high-end fight or near-peer or peer-adversary competition? Um, and then also kind of down and in. What are those personal stories uh, of success that people have? What challenges have they overcome? What steps are they taking to make their organization better? Uh, one of the areas I really want to exploit is what are people doing to be disruptive innovators? Now, not disruptive in a non-professional way, but rather, hey, how do we upset our, our standard way of thinking about things and really improve our organization's ability to provide combat capability to commanders for the future fight or things that we're doing today? So. This first round will focus on those tactical level things. We're going to weave in some operational level things. Those are things that, hey, how do you employ your combat capability? Whether you're exercising on a drill weekend, you're getting ready to deploy, you're doing some off-station training. And I'll tell you, this really hit me when I was out here on base a few weeks ago. and We had several hundred airmen from a number of bases come out here and do an exercise they called Nexus Dawn. And as I greeted airmen on the airplane, they were excited because many of the airplane, it, uh, people coming off the airplane, it was the first time they've done anything like this. You know, some of us that have been around for a couple of decades have worn, you know, uh, the, the chem gear many times in our training. Well, a lot of these folks had not done that in a practical environment. So that's the operational level of what we do. And then we'll also focus a little bit, as I mentioned, on the strategic level. What does it mean to have a national defense strategy? What does it mean to have a national military strategy? What are our senior leaders thinking about when they talk about integrating technology into how we do business? You'll hear a term called uh, Joint All-Domain Command and Control, or JADC2. Um, and that's the connection of the military internet of things. How do we use all the available data to simplify it, make it available to airmen at the point of need when they need it? whether it's a commander executing commander's intent, 
or it's a senior NCO out leading a team and now they don't have connectivity to their normal sources of communication, how do they take those strategic things, convert them into operational execution and do that at a tactical level with their airmen? So that's kind of the vision of, of where we're going and the topics we're gonna to touch on. Outstanding, sir. And I mean, these are, this is gonna be an, an excellent podcast I foresee in the future. And um, I mean, is there anything else that you'd like to add about tacti- uh, tactical edge um, the vision before we conclude here. Thank you, Siobhan. And yes, look for the, the feedback mechanism. We want to make sure that we are on point and delivering effective um, information and communication that works. And then importantly, that, that feedback will include, hey, what do airmen want to hear about? What's on their mind? And uh, Chief Villa will be working those issues. Colonel Ritchie, I've challenged the staff to, to come in here and interview and uh, interact with you. And in the future, like I said, we'll have dial-in uh, I'd love to get uh, General Scobie, Chief White, some of the other senior leaders out there because they work so hard and face so many issues on a daily basis. It would be wonderful to get their uh, ideas and as we hear from airmen as well. So it's kind of wide open right now, and, and hopefully we can bring enough uh, structure that uh, it successfully achieves the goal of reaching airmen and keeping them informed on a recurring basis. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Well, that concludes our first episode of Tactical Edge. Be sure to find us at 4th Air Force on Facebook. Like, share, and subscribe. I'm Siobhan Cleveland. Until next time, go forth and conquer.